Aloha, this is Stephanie Colvin at LDS Real People Real Lives Podcast. And that is one of my favorite songs, I Feel My Savior's Love. This is actually a compilation and collaboration with Risa Oliveira, Hallie Cahoon, Blake Walker, and it was arranged by Masa Fukuda. That came out back in 2016, so I'm sure there are a lot bigger, a lot older, and look very, very different. But what beautiful, beautiful talent that has been given to them. This week's episode is going to be on the sacrament. And we're going to talk about how we can use the sacrament in our lives to find peace and blessings and love and faith, understanding, knowledge, and more. I am not an expert by any means. I just know from personal experience. And uh, thank you so much for joining us. If you're new, welcome. Please remember, if you are listening to this on Apple Podcasts, if you would do me a favor and take the time to go over and rate it, I would very much appreciate it. This is how, as you interact with my podcast and Apple podcast, this is how other people are going to find me as well. So that would be a huge favor and I would sincerely appreciate that. Again, welcome and we'll be talking about the sacrament next. It is my greatest wish as you listen and um, that the Spirit can tend to you and speak to your heart, to your spirit and your mind in ways that you need to hear the Spirit. That as we talk about the sacrament and I share personal experiences, that your mind might be enlightened on how you can uh, maybe deepen your testimony and your faith Um, or your understanding about the sacrament, how you can use the sacrament in your life to find strength and peace and to feel the Savior's love for you and so much more. Uh, The sacrament is a great gift that's been given to us, and I'm grateful to not have lived during the time when they were actually sacrificing animals. That would not have been um, up my alley or anything that I would ever want to do, and um, I'm grateful that that is not the way that we... um, you know, show our discipleship and devotion to the Lord. Um, But Jesus Christ has asked us to take the sacrament and we are cleansed and healed as we remember our Savior each week and we partake in that sacred ordinance. So before Christ died, he ate one last meal. And of course, that was called the Last Supper. At the end of this meal, he had introduced the sacrament to his followers and he broke bread and blessed it. And I believe this was right after he was betrayed. Um, This, he says, this do in remembrance of me. And then he blessed and shared a cup of wine. So part of our weekly worship, of course, as members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is when the church was restored through Joseph Smith, Oliver Cowdery, Martin Harris, um, so many of the earlier saints back in the 1800s, they had guts and glory, let me tell you, to do what they did. As we continue to learn about them and Doctrine and Covenants and the Come Follow Me program for this year, um, I can, they're so relatable and I'm grateful to be able to put that context around them. But um, they gave us the restoration and the sacrament became part of that restoration. And they were told that it was to be done weekly. 
So during church, the sacrament is blessed and passed by those who hold the priesthood. They pray using words from the scriptures, and then each person in the congregation eats bread and drinks water to remember Jesus Christ and his sacrifice for us the way he asked us to. Now, you know, again, this podcast is for those who are in the church now, active or inactive. And you may be listening now and not know very much about the church. Um, But I am looking to help those to use the gospel in ways that they need to in their lives to remain on that straight and narrow path home and to keep their testimony and their faith and to grow those roots deep, as deep as we can get them. And so I wanted to talk about the sacrament because I think that when we do things every week, we can uh, become a little bit desensitized to it. And sometimes we actually need to take a moment and be present. Um, I actually recite the sacramental prayers when the priesthood boys are blessing and passing the sacrament. And then, you know, I try to take time where I envision that I'm talking with Jesus Christ. My, He's my everything. And um, I get to have some one-on-one FaceTime with him, and I really appreciate that time during the sacrament. Um, I've also, since we've been home for the last year, have grown uh, very grateful for the time that it takes for the young men to pass the sacrament, that I can take that much time to reflect on my Savior. Uh, When we do it at home, it comes and goes so quickly. And um, it's funny the things that you end up being so grateful for when they're taken away from you. So we have been commanded to take the sacrament and to live a life that is worthy to take the sacrament. And one of the greatest statements I've heard recently is that, and I shared this in the um, couple episodes ago when we were talking about the plan of salvation, is that the plan of salvation is a plan that we're all taught and then that plan applies to us in some general ways but in a lot of unique uh, singular ways so it can be very individualized for you know per individual and person um, per son and daughter of God and uh, I believe that the sacrament is used kind of similar in the same way and we can all get what we need from the sacrament just as we do uh, the living scriptures. So that's why the Sabbath day is so important. And now that we're starting to meet together once again, my husband and I have not been to church yet, but I'm hoping that we can go to church soon. I've really come to value uh, the opportunities that we're given to gather together as like-minded, faithful people, and that we can talk and celebrate and share and that we can be together and feel safe and comfortable in the things that we believe because this gospel is a lifestyle. It is the way that you live. It is day in and day out. I'm thinking about Christ and Heavenly Father and what I need to be doing and would that make them happy is, you know, uh, I like to think that I shouldn't be doing anything that would make them, them unhappy. So sometimes I do ask myself this question. Um, And more so because I'm a very spontaneous person. And so I have to make sure that I don't get myself into situations that would not be good and would compromise all of my hard work 
in uh, really coming back into the gospel, going to church and, and being an active member. Um, the sacrament is a sacred ordinance that is a time for us to remember um, Jesus Christ, the time that he was here on earth, his life, his example, his uh, doctrine and teachings, to reflect on his uh, time in Gethsemane, you know, his relationships that he had made and everything that we know about him. Um, He is the focal point of this entire experience. Um, He's in every part of the plan of salvation, and that includes, of course, the sacrament. And through the sacrament, the bread representing his flesh and the water, his blood, it is symbolic of us taking his name upon us, his spirit, his likeness, and using that to renew our covenants when we were baptized. And that's the first covenant that we made with Heavenly Father and the Savior is when we were baptized into the Church of Jesus Christ. Um, So we get to renew that covenant every Sunday. And again, I think that we do this so often that we forget how special that is and how unique. Also that we are very blessed to be able to have um, these times that we get to participate and have these spiritual experiences and then utilize uh, the gift of the sacrament to bless our lives. So I, you know, for me preparing to partake of the sacrament, um, honestly, I start on Saturday and I just start thinking about my savior, my life, the things I've done in the week, um, you know, how it's been hard, how it's been good, the things that I need to repent of or have repented of. And I just start going through kind of, and I just spend a few minutes just kind of getting my mind and all my ducks in a row. That way when I do have sacrament, I can have this, you know, kind of at the forefront of my mind and be able to think these things through. Um, as I really just talk with the Savior in my mind, you know, I believe that you can say a prayer anywhere. And oftentimes I do say a prayer um, when I'm driving or even when I'm walking by, if I hear um, an ambulance, I'll say, Heavenly Father, please just bless and be with the, you know, paramedics and the first responders and anybody who's hurt. Um, and I think that's something that just comes about as you, you know, start to really acquire a good understanding and affection for the fact that we're all brothers and sisters. Um, and I'm not perfect by any means, but I try. And I want to make Heavenly Father my Savior happy. Um, and I know that when I partake of the sacrament, that makes them very happy. Um, and, and how important it is that we partake of the sacrament um, worthily. But again, that is between you and Heavenly Father. And, you know, depending on your situation, maybe the bishop. Um, The sacrament is an important ordinance for us to do on Sunday. It's a time that is dedicated to the Savior and a time that we can release ourselves of the burden of transgression and the inevitable mistakes that we're going to make on this earth being mortals. Um, You know, our lives are going to be filled with mistakes and transgressions every day. And so it's truly important that we repent quickly. And the sacrament's a huge part of that is that we can wipe that slate clean and know that we can renew our covenants with the Savior through the sacrament and not feel like we're still dragging around the ball and chains of the uh, sins and the 
the mistakes that we made in the prior week. You know, as I do more and more studying of the gospel, you can't help but see the perfection in every portion of the gospel. It's just utterly perfect. Um, and I sometimes just have to pinch myself thinking how lucky I am to be here on earth during this time when the gospel's here and during the ongoing restoration. The sacrament is more than just bread and water. Taking the sacrament, you know, is a holy time. Um, and prayers remind us that as we take the bread and water, that we're remembering the body and blood of Christ, as I had mentioned before. And during that time in those prayers, we do promise to follow him and live a Christian life. We promise to try to keep God's commandments. And in return, the Holy Spirit will comfort, guide, and heal us. And I need that. I need that desperately. I don't honestly know how people live out their lives here on earth without being in the gospel because life is so hard. No matter if you think that other person has it going for them because they have the nice house, the nice things, the nice cars, and you know, they're smiling and bubbly. Everybody has their own set of issues. Make no mistake. Nobody is sent here and is going to be able to fall through the cracks and not have the hardships and the trials that we all have to face because this is a schooling. We have a lot to learn so that we can return home. Um, so I wanted to talk a little bit about what the scriptures say about the sacrament. In 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 28, it says, But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. We should examine ourselves spiritually, honestly looking inward before taking the sacrament. We really need to be accountable for who we are and the person that we choose to be. And I like to think of it in this way. You honestly know who you are when you're sitting alone in a room where you truly think that nobody can see you, hear you, watch you, uh, observe you, uh, interrupt you, walk in on you. And the things that you do during that time, I think pretty much tells you where your heart and your mind is. And um, another good way to know that you're in good standing with the Lord is that you are a temple recommend holder. Um, partaking of the sacrament is another great way to know that you're on your way or you're there and standing on good ground, that rock of Christ. After Jesus Christ was resurrected, Jesus had shown his people in the Americas how to partake of the sacrament. And that can be found in 3 Nephi chapter 18. And it's a beautiful chapter uh, filled with love and important, very loving teachings. Um, Christ, I think, whenever he taught and uh, was using parables to help us to understand better and to have it really strike our hearts. Um, did it with utter conviction of just love um, because he's pulling for us. He wants us home and um, giving us the sacrament and taking the time to teach it. And in the manner that the way that he taught it was just filled with so much love. You can tell he just wants everybody to come home. But we know, unfortunately, that's just not going to happen. However, the sacrament can help us stay on that straight and narrow path. It's one of the many things that we get to, or instead of things, it's one of the many tools that we get to use 
to um, navigate our journey here to keep us going in the right direction and also to make those much needed you know course corrections that we must make from time to time um, and I'm just grateful I love taking the partaking of the sacrament and this is coming from somebody who wasn't able to partake of the sacrament for gosh a very 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 long time um, and so being able to come back into the church in 2013 and really just kind of working on a lot of my vices and issues that I was dealing with at the time when I first partook of that sacrament it was such a wonderful just heart melting heavenly euphoric feeling um, it was just fantastic and I am so grateful for the opportunity to feel the mercy of my Savior and my Heavenly Father when I can participate in these ordinances and come to understand heaven as well as the priesthood and the government and organization of God's kingdom here on earth. If you're like me, and I don't know if you are, of course, but I am not somebody that likes to wear dresses and I do not like to get dressed up for church, um, but I love going to church. So sometimes because I have that internal battle, I am scrambling to go to the sacrament meeting. And um, if you're like me at all in that way, please, 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 it's just like going to the gym. I dread going to the gym. It's hard to get up and go, but once I'm there, I'm cranking it out, I'm loving it, and I'm just eating it up, and it just makes me feel so good. Um, so just do yourself a favor. I think it's very important that we make good decisions for ourselves and do things that make us feel good and bless our lives. And part of that is making sure that we are on time for sacrament and that we can be there spiritually and ready, prepared, reverent, peaceful and calm and partake of the sacrament as it's intended to. Uh, next, I'm going to be talking about an experience that I had when I was contemplating coming back into the church because my boyfriend at the time, Jed, had wanted to get um, baptized. And I also have a, some information, a couple of quotes from some of our leaders about the sacrament that are just so impactful and so touching. And this is what I love about our prophet, President Nelson, and the apostles, um, even our state presidency and our bishopric, they're, set, they're such inspired men. And I'm so grateful for their leadership, but most of all for their spirit that can just reach out beyond them and just tether themselves to you as they share of themselves. And you can just feel it and it just feels so good. It's hard to come up with the proper word to even describe that. So that's coming up next. You may remember that I shared a story when my husband wanted to get baptized. He and I were attending church and he was very serious about it, but I was not. I did not expect him to want to get baptized and I wasn't really ready 
uh, to go back to church and kind of give up my selfish lifestyle. And so I remember one Sunday, um, I think it was the fourth or fifth Sunday that I all of a sudden found myself at church every Sunday for three hours. That was kind of against my will. I was doing it and I was trying to be supportive of my boyfriend at the time who wanted to get baptized and I understood why he wanted to be baptized. Uh, But again, I did not want to give up my lifestyle, my vices, um, which specifically was cigarette smoking. I had been smoking for so long and um, was very, very, very addicted. So we went to church and we were late. We sat in the back. Normally we're early and we sit in the same spot. Um, But this time we were late, so we had to sit all the way in the back. And... um, I was wrestling with myself. I did not want to be there. I did not want to get dressed and come to church. I was getting uh, very irritated and frustrated. But then the other side of my brain knew that I needed to be supportive, that I love my boyfriend and, um, you know, that he is doing the right thing and I need to be supportive. So I just was having this internal struggle and wrestling as church had started and then came the prayer for sacrament. I don't remember exactly the prayer, but if you go over and read the the, uh, words to each of the sacramental prayers, which I have done as you find them in the hymn, all of them are so beautifully written and focused on the Savior, Jesus Christ. And um, just like this Sunday, the song was sung and it was all about our Savior, Jesus Christ. And I was so moved by the spirit touching me so deeply it just utterly consumed my entire being Uh, I did have that burning in the bosom that warmth that, that you can feel in your chest and then it just shot out from my chest all the way down to my legs my toes my arms my fingers up to the top of my head and the spirit was really communicating to me um that this is the choice If I made this choice, this is the joy that I can feel. And joy, once you experience it, you know how different it is from being happy. Joy is the ultimate. And uh, I just got choked up and I couldn't partake of the sacrament because I was still smoking. And I got so choked up. I cried the entire sacrament. I I couldn't get myself under control. And um, by the time I had finished this experience sitting in the back and the talks were going and everything, the tears of joy turned into tears of shame as my mind started to recollect everything that I had been doing out in the world. And here I was sitting in the Church of Jesus Christ and um, the spirit was so strong there and I just felt so so very ashamed but what that shame did for me in that experience um feeling just this utter immense love just and it just it was so enrapturing it just I don't know how to explain it I always feel like the English language lacks or my vocabulary lacks but it was all-encompassing I felt it in every pore every cell of my body was alive it was like this electric like I had stuck my finger into a socket it was just so magnificent and I knew that I couldn't live my life the rest of my life without that feeling 
Um, and so I had to get to work and that's what I did. It was really important for me and it was impressed upon me that, that sacrament day that, um, I want to be able to partake of the sacrament and I want to be worthy to partake of the sacrament. And, you know, the gospel teaches us about shame and how it's a, it can be a tool of Lucifer. And I agree. I totally agree with that. Um, I'm not saying that I know better than the teachings of Jesus Christ, not by any means, but it was, I don't know, it was just quite a moment and I'm so grateful for the mercy that is given to me and the mercy that I see that's given to the people around me. I'm grateful that the Spirit can reveal and show to me the tender mercies that can only come from God. Um, and that shame that I had felt motivated me. You see, it wasn't a toxic shame. It was a shame that really lit this fire, this fire inside me, this switch flipped. And I knew it was time for me to get to work. And I'll never forget that because it was once again, one of those moments where Christ himself just took time to come and love on me and to remind me of what our life was like in those feelings before we came to earth when we were living together in the pre-mortal world of heaven. And uh, even with all my yuck that I had acquired while living out in the world, all the sin and transgression, just all the yuck, all of the ball and chains and the shackles. Um, yeah, so I worked very, very hard. And when I was finally able to partake of the sacrament and that tray came around and it didn't skip me for once, after so many years, it didn't skip me. I was actually able to partake of the sacrament. I told myself that day that I would never do anything that would stop me from partaking of the sacrament again. And I stayed true to that. I do struggle with other things. You know, I'm not ever trying to come across as perfect. But the experience that was given to me through the Spirit of God and Christ, um, yeah, it, this instant conviction just developed within me. And I'm so grateful for these wonderful experiences that are given to us through so much mercy and love. We are commanded to partake of the sacrament in remembrance of our Savior. And in Luke 22:19, he teaches this. He says, this do in remembrance of me. Everything about this gospel is focusing on Christ. The sacrament is the biggest of them all. So why? Why do we always constantly have to be focused on Christ? Well, let me ask you this. Who else has given his life so that you may be able to obtain your celestial life? And he truly is in every part of the plan of salvation. It is through Christ giving glory to God because they are one in purpose that we can have a chance in heck and making it back home. 
And I am so grateful for the ultimate sacrifice that he gave to me and to you and to everyone else that's lived here on earth and lives here on earth. Down H. Oaks tends to be one of my favorite apostles. Um, my nephew was actually named after him. <laughs> but um, I just think he's just got a strong, spiritually powerful presence that's just so calm. And I just really love that about Elder Oaks. But he says, those who hold the Aaronic Priesthood open the door for all church members who worthily partake of the sacrament to enjoy the companionship of the Spirit of the Lord and the ministering of angels. I don't know how often we think about that when we're partaking of the sacrament, that when we take the sacrament, that we truly are giving the invitation to the Spirit to be our companion and to be our teacher and to be ministered to from angels that we don't see. Um, and again, just another marvelous demonstration of how perfect this gospel is. When Christ introduced the sacrament, the Savior also gave teachings and promises about the Holy Ghost. And on that sacred occasion known as the Last Supper, which we talked about earlier, Jesus explained the mission of the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost. Now the Comforter would testify of him, Christ, and reveal other truths, for he is the truth testator. And Jesus also explained that he had to leave his disciples in order for the Comforter to come to them. He said, when I depart, he told them, I will send him unto you. And after his resurrection, he told his apostles to tarry in Jerusalem until they were given power from on high. And that power came when the promise of the Holy Ghost was shed forth upon the apostles on the day of Pentecost. Similarly, when the Savior introduced the sacrament in the new world, which is the promised land, he promised, He that eateth this bread eateth of my body to his soul, and he that drinketh of this wine drinketh of my blood to his soul, and his soul shall never hunger nor thirst, but shall be filled. I love that scripture. It's 3 Nephi chapter 20 verse 8. And I love the analogy that we will never hunger or thirst when we partake of the sacrament. And the meaning of that promise is evident. It says in verse 9 of that same chapter, Now when the multitude had all eaten and drunk, behold, they were filled with the Spirit. Again, this is what the sacrament gives to us. This is what happens when we partake of the sacrament. And we need that comforter. We need those ministering angels and we need the education that they have to give to us. The close relationship between partaking of the sacrament and the companionship of the Holy Ghost is explained in the sacramental prayers. When we partake of the sacrament, we do so and we give the promise that we will always have his spirit to be with us. These are tremendous blessings. We must lay hold upon the word and truly take this into our hearts, our spirits, our minds, and believe it. It's faith and belief that turns it on, that powers it. Elder Bednar teaches, The ordinance of the sacrament is a holy and repeated invitation to repent sincerely and to be renewed spiritually. 
The act of partaking of the sacrament in and of itself does not remit sins, but as we prepare conscientiously and participate in this holy ordinance with a broken heart and a contrite spirit, then the promise is that we may always have the Spirit of the Lord to be with us. And by the sanctifying power of the Holy Ghost as our constant companion, we can always retain a remission of our sins. Thank you, Elder Bednar. Partaking of the sacrament is the most important thing that we can do on the Sabbath day. And Jesus tells us that if we participate in this ordinance, that it will be a testimony to the Father, Heavenly Father, that we will always remember him. And he promises that accordingly, we will have his spirit to be with us. Elder Zivik uh, gave a talk and he teaches in that talk. He shares a story. He says, several years ago while on vacation, I wanted to go kayaking for the first time and I rented a kayak and was full of enthusiasm and I launched into the sea. After a few minutes, a wave overturned the kayak and with a great deal of effort holding the paddle in one hand and the kayak in the other, I was able to regain my footing. I tried again to paddle my kayak, but just a few minutes later, the kayak tipped over again, and I stubbornly kept on trying to no avail until someone who understood kayaking told me that there must be a crack in the shell, and the kayak must have filled up with water, making it unstable and utterly impossible to control. So I dragged the kayak to the shore and removed the plug, and sure enough, out came a large amount of water. I think at times we move through life with sins that, like the leak in my kayak, impede our spiritual progress. If we persist in our sins, we forget the covenants we have made with the Lord, even though we keep capsizing because of the imbalance that those sins create in our lives. And like the cracks in my kayak, the cracks in our lives need to be dealt with. Some sins will require more effort than others to repent of. We should therefore ask ourselves, where are we regarding our attitude toward the Savior and his work? Are we in Peter's situation when he denied Jesus Christ? Or have we advanced to the point where we have the attitude and determination he had after the great commission he received from the Savior? We must strive to obey all the commandments and pay close attention to those that are hardest for us to keep especially those that are hardest to keep. The Lord will be at our side, helping us in times of need and weakness. And if we demonstrate a sincere desire and act accordingly, he will make weak things become strong. Obedience will give us the strength to overcome sin. I love obedience. Obedience opens the door to so many blessings. And I love this statement from Elder Zivik. Obedience will give us the strength to overcome sin. I'd like to share a, the lyrics from a song. O oh Lord, my God, when I in awesome wonder consider all the worlds thy hands have made, I see the stars, I hear the rolling thunder, thy power throughout the universe displayed. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to thee, how great thou art, how great thou art. It's one of my favorites. I have to tell you, there's not much that I don't enjoy about the gospel. Everything is just so moving and touching and it's just perfect. And it relates to us all uniquely and individually. And the gospel plan of salvation, the kingdom here on earth is just perfect. 
Um, so I really want to encourage you guys, if you are in a place right now in your life and you are not able to partake of the sacrament, please, please do whatever you must do to tie up those loose ends so that you can partake of the sacrament. You can use the sacrament to endure this life. Lately, I've been hearing from a lot of people how hard life is. A lot of people who are complaining and whining and a lot of people who are upset and frustrated. A lot of people who are having a difficult time focusing on anything happy or positive. And I get it. It is so easy to focus on the hard and the negative and all of the difficult. But we have to hold fast to the teaching in First Nephi is to live after the manner of happiness and not to murmur. So, again, whatever you have to do, please, please, please write your ship. Make that course correction so that you can partake of the sacrament and use the sacrament to bless your life. And it's what I've been telling my son for the last few months. Make decisions that are good for you. Make decisions that your future self will tell you thank you. And this is one of those decisions. Just like keeping the Sabbath day holy is partaking of the sacrament. You will have angels ministering to you. You will have the gift and the power of the Spirit of the Holy Ghost. You will have the strength to endure your life and whatever you may be experiencing that is unique to you. The sacrament will keep you rooted, will keep you focused on Christ, will bless your life, and it will give you the things that you need to endure to the end and not only just endure remember we've been asked to endure it well so i hope that there has been something said today that has helped you in your journey while you're here in this proving ground that you have learned maybe something new or something compelling to keep you rooted in the gospel and utilize the sacrament to bless your life and to keep you on that straight and narrow path back to the tree of life Thank you so much for joining us this week. You guys are absolutely amazing. The podcast has been growing in leaps and bounds the last couple of months. I don't know if that's because people across the world are still kind of um, feeling shut in or disconnected in some way, but I am so grateful to be able to be here and to help in some way, fashion, or form. And just as anybody who does any type of service project, any type of ministering, we are always given an experience to understand how Christ loves those who we minister to. So please believe me when I say I love each of you. And there's a love that's placed in my heart for people that I don't even know that probably hasn't even listened to my podcast. But whatever I can do to help bring you back home, that is the purpose of LDS Real People Real Lives podcast. That is the greatest desire of my heart. Let's go home. Stay safe, stay healthy, and most importantly, stay faithful. And please remember to be kind. Everyone that you meet is fighting a hard battle. Until next week, God bless and much love.